You are listening to The Yoni Codes, where every week we explore the secret mysteries of the divine feminine through the reclamation of motherhood, entrepreneurship, and relationship. Through the gates of your yoni and held within your womb are secret codes that when activated, spark magic, healing, and rebirth. The Yoni Codes are the wisdom keys to harnessing your power, healing your lineage, and expressing your magic in the world. We believe that if every woman unlocks the Yoni Codes within themselves, the ripple effect will be the healing of our collective. I'm Melissa April. I'm Catherine Blanco. Let us dive into the mysteries together. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome, welcome. We are so excited to be here. Um, Bringing... An interesting conversation. Um, I feel like I've been navigating this topic that we're going to be talking about today. So I feel like I feel like in a good place to start sharing about it. And it also feels like mm, this is really real and relevant and vulnerable and raw and raw. <laughs> yeah. Um, so a welcome to my rawness. <laughs> um, but today we're going to be talking about what I've been calling the pause and really like, I guess such a theme of the Yoni codes is like in intentionality and intentional living and, and creating intentional pauses in our life and why this is important and why it might be necessary at times and how we can kind of navigate that. And we want to sort of touch on this on sort of a micro and macro level and, how to kind of know which one you might need. Um, and I always think the the micro is going to feed into the macro anyway. So kind of to start this off, things got rocky for me in the fall. I think after the babies turned one in November, and it was actually around the launch of the Yoni Codes. And I was just on this like high of like, creativity bursts and this beautiful project and my work was bustling and I was feeling really like powerful and creative and energized and it's like that moment it's like it's like you you can't catch yourself in the moment and really like ground into it it's like there needs to be more I need to keep going I need to keep running with this the momentum yeah you were like kind of caught in that wheel of momentum yeah, which is great. And it feels really good. And, and, and kind of when that channel is open, things are just like flowing through and it feels really good. And what I know about this space, because I've been in it many times in my life, is that it's really easy for that flow to turn into something that isn't controllable. And you almost like spin out. Mm-hmm. It's like it's going too fast for you to even stay on the tread. Yeah. Now I'm thinking of like running on my treadmill and if it was going like way too fast, I couldn't even catch up. It's like, I'm going to fall and hurt myself. And that's exactly what happened. As you know, I've got 14 month old twins uh, right now. And you know, the first, the first nine months or so of, of um, them being Earthside was really wonderful. And I felt like I was in this really beautiful ease and flow and just, in play and was just gentle with myself and with my process and my creativity and my work. 
And then it's interesting because my husband and I were talking about it. I'm like, I feel like there was so much, I feel like there was this like external, this invisible external pressure that, oh my God, the babies are going to be one years old. That means I have to like go. That means that, that my time being in this like postpartum period, this early motherhood, like that's over. And now I need to get back into it. I need to get back to the real world. I need to go. I need to get into the hustle. I need to be, you know, all of a sudden the like masculine that, that toxin toxic masculinity started to pour in. And I think that's where my mind was going was like, don't stop, keep going, hustle, hustle, hustle. And (laughs) Catherine and I did a podcast uh called steep in stillness you should go and check it out because it's amazing and it was actually a pivotal moment for me and that was mid-december and just the 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 where the conversation led the yoni code that emerged i had to really go and like contemplate that episode and contemplate the wisdom that came through and the codes that dropped in and assess for myself what was working and what wasn't and it was from that point that i decided i was going to take a break from work I was going to take a three-week break over Christmas holidays and I was going to really disconnect from work. I was going to unplug from social media. I was going to really limit my client time. And I just wanted full presence for myself, for my family. That's all that I wanted on my plate. And I was really excited for it. And it felt so nurturing and I felt like I'm ready for this. And so I've told Catherine this, like, you know, when you go on vacation, And it's been a long time since you've been on a vacation and it's a much needed vacation and you get your bags packed and you are on the beach in the Bahamas and all of a sudden you get sick, like really, really sick. It's like your body catches up. Yeah. Yeah. The body is like, oh, finally I can kind of, it's kind of like the breakdown to breakthrough, but that's not quite what I'm thinking, but you know, it's like this, it's like the purge, the detox. Yeah. It's like the body just needs to like collapse (laughs) and then Mm -hmm. rebuild itself. And, um, that's what happened, except it was a mental breakdown. I literally had a mental breakdown and I, it was like, honestly, I thought I had evaded postpartum depression and anxiety. I was like, I, that didn't, it didn't affect me surprisingly because I've, you know, these are things that have been a struggle for me in the past. And, um, and all of a sudden it just came crashing down on me. It was like debilitating, crushing depression. I was so sad over the holidays. (laughs) Like it was really intense what I was moving through. And it, it was almost like this life, this like not quarter life, not half life, somewhere in between their life crisis of like, what is my, what is the meaning of life? What is my purpose? Why am I here? Maybe I shouldn't be here. Like really, really dark in it, depression. (laughs) And I, I realized that I needed to extend it, that extend that vacation (laughs) quote unquote vacation. And this was the beginning of the pause for me because I decided I don't want anything else relying on me right now. Like I need to unhook from external pressure, expectation, um, hustle, uh, you know, especially in the online space, it's like, you just want to keep up with the pack. You just want to keep running with them. You want to keep flying. You want to go where everyone's going. 
And it was like, I needed to unhook from that mentality. And I found myself in this really sweet spot that was the pause for me. And it was really liberating actually to give myself space to get off social media completely, pause my work, reinvent things, reinvent how my, how my, you know, my coaching and spiritual guidance practice was going to look, um, how I wanted to conduct my sessions, how many clients I wanted to have just all of these things I really got to sit with, but I couldn't do it if I was in the energy of everybody and everything else. Mm-hmm. So I am still working things out in my heart and in my mind and in my body and in my life, but I'm, it's from a, a, a very clear place. It's from a place of creativity and creation and um, excitement of what's possible. And also like doubt and worry of like, am I doing the wrong things? Am I, you know, there's still some of that, but it's not the crushing depression that had kind of taken over for a little bit. And the reason why I really wanted to talk about this today is because I think, especially as women, and especially if you are in the online space, whether you are just consuming content or you are working in it, make no mistake that this is the online rat race. Mm -hmm. Uh, It is the patriarchy disguised as the divine feminine. And you're going to see a lot of healers, a lot of, a lot of people online who preach this really breezy, open, spacious, luxurious, you know, place of receiving, receiving and magnetism and, you know, evolution and quantum leaps and, and, you know, and I'm not saying I don't believe in any of that, but it is absolute bullshit that people are not hustling behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. I will tell you that because I've been one of those people who have shown one side and then felt very different from behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And I felt that especially in those last couple of months of last year. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no this isn't happening. This is not happening. This is not good for my system. This is it, it, you know, we, this pause is so necessary to reset the nervous system, pull your energy, unhook your little energy tentacles and bring them back to you because you are never going to know who you are. You are going to never know what your, you know, what the meaning is of life and of your work and of your purpose. You are never going to know the full creative force that's within you. If you are so hooked in to everybody and everything else, it's not going to happen. And so it's almost like this energy detox, it's this energy cleanse process that you have to go through and it you it has to be intentional. If I were to have gone through this in the middle of de- of a depression, it just it would have been no good. So I had to mm-hmm. wait until there was an opening for me to actually see the the um the opportunity of actually I get to intentionally create this as a pause. Mm-hmm. In time where I get to come back to myself for the growth to actually occur. So that is that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, tangent. 
<laughs> no, it's well, I see it as very poetic and and very on theme for our for these conversations about rebirthing ourselves like and and when we gestate we need to be in the darkness right like there is a whole a whole part of the process of creativity and is going into that dark space and allowing the shadows to come into the light mm-hmm. So that we can move through them and come through the other side in, in, in integrity. Yeah. And I find it really admirable that you are allowing yourself to come into this place of, of pause. And that doesn't mean you're not really able to pause everything. I mean, you do have two twins. Yeah, <laughs> and are, clients and, and stuff. And still, <laughs> yeah, and we've continued with the podcast, but it was more about um, coming into an intention and slowing things down and, and sort of playing with that fear of missing out, right? Because I feel like that is a huge myth that especially as entrepreneurs that we hold is that if we, if we stop our business is going to disappear or we're, we're not going to, we're not going to hit our quota or, you know, I can go on, but it's more recognizing that these pauses or shifts in our energy to clear ourselves, to cleanse ourselves actually create an environment for us to be more productive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that that going into that womb cave and yeah. allowing us to to sit in that mud that darkness is how we're able to alchemize our experiences like we need we need these spaces of of pause especially as women we are so cyclical like we mm-hmm. we aren't on a 24 cycle 24 hour cycle we we're in the moon time right we need we need more space to integrate Mm -hmm. and that is our our feminine way of being yes yes so much yes and I've been sitting in the darkness intentionally now especially all of January was just like very much like okay, let's work with a dark mother. Let's work in the womb, mm. deep in the womb, in the darkness. Let it be dark. Let it be scary. Let it be what it needs to be so that I can- make chills over here. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and when I started yeah. to recognize that that was what was happening, there was more, it was almost like the, the, the resistance, the tight hold that I had kind of just softened. Mm-hmm. And I get- We need to surrender. You got to see, yeah, right. Like you need to surrender to that dark force, that darkness. Yeah. And, and let go in order for, for anything to come through. Yeah. And I was playing with this, of this idea of like, what if I am in, in a, in a, in a, a gestation and mm. my therapist actually said this to me, he said, you know, you're a human being. So when you were creating anything, not just life, it takes nine months. 
-hmm. you don't just create something like a mouse creates. (laughs) You don't have a three week gestation period. You have a nine month gestation period and maybe it's not nine months. Okay. Like if that feels too scary, but what if you let your body, let your nervous system, let your being be in the spaciousness of a nine month gestation of whatever is trying to birth right now or going Mm. to birth right now. And it was just like this breath of fresh air of like, okay, okay. Like I'm here. I felt for the first time in a really long time, like, okay, I've arrived. I am here. I'm safe in my body. I'm safe with where I am in my life. I will never not be provided for and taken care of because I would never let myself get to a place where that would happen. Right. Mm -hmm. So these things that we tell ourselves, like if we stop, if we take our foot off the, off the gas, if we, if we don't keep going, then somehow we're going to end up on the streets with nothing Mm -hmm. to eat and no clothes and no, nowhere to go and no one to love us is not real. Mm -hmm. Cause when has that belief ever been validated? And yes. Okay. There are, there are situations. Okay. So I'm not saying that, but for most of us, this fear that we have that if we stop for a second, that our whole life is going to collapse and we're going to be in ruins is just not real. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like tapping into that, that I'm at, okay, I am safe. I'm safe to be in the pause. I am safe to be in the womb. I am safe to be in the darkness and it's okay. And the shadows are going to come up because they will. Mm -hmm. And they're there for a reason. And can you be with them? And can you be with the triggers? And you can you let them to can you let them just be there with you? And if you do that and you, yeah, again, like surrender to that process, it's like you're moving through that birth canal, you're moving into the light. There's nowhere else for you to go but to be ushered somewhere different. And it's not comfortable. No. It, it's not it's not comfortable. So can you, can you sit in that discomfort? Can you embody that discomfort and let it be okay? Not feeling like you need to fix anything. Mm -hmm. And I think about it, you know, I think because I had a a very powerful, empowered, whatever, beautiful experience postpartum, it was almost like I was so fixated on that couldn't change. Like it was like I was holding on to the illusion that that was going to be that way forever. And it, I, f- I feel like we were just talking about this because we just had another recording, <laughs> but it's like things are going to be great, but then they're also not going to be great. And we're going to move through these cycles. And I think I was so hell bent on like things not changing. Like, yeah, no, I've been the flow. <laughs> yeah. That I did, wasn't letting that natural process happen. And I, and, and then I got on this, like on this treadmill, <laughs> this like energetic treadmill that was going way too fast as almost a distraction from what was going on within me, which was, I needed mm. to slow down. I needed to pause. I needed to not just go through the actions of the cycles of the moon and my body, but I needed to really be with it and give myself mm-hmm. space to be there. If that makes sense. Cause there's a difference between 
mindlessly moving through something and really, really sinking in. Totally. It's been very humbling. I'll say that. Like I, I, and, and requiring a lot of humility of things aren't perfect and I'm not a perfect human being and things aren't always going to be blissful and beautiful and wonderful. And that in itself is a blissful and beautiful and wonderful thing because it's life and life is the journey. So really like opening self to accept all these parts of ourself, which is such a theme of the Yoni codes is like. Totally. Well, and recognizing that we have seasons, that it, that we are not stagnant beings, that life like mirrors Mother Gaia and that we go through seasons. There's, especially here in the Northern hemisphere, like we, we feel into that, the, the darkness of winter, the lightness and freshness of spring and then moving into summer and fall, like it falls away and fall and all of these things, like those themes also carry out in our human lives because we are nature. Yeah. And, and when we, when we don't honor our humanness, that our nature we we get thrown off Mm -hmm. and it can catch us um it can catch us off guard because especially when we do feel like we are living very intentionally intentionally right and but that doesn't mean there are times where yeah where where we need to stop we we need to slow down we need to reevaluate um, we need to plug back into our toolkit um, to to use your words in, in our past podcast talking about like auditing our lives and like hey where am I misaligned with with my true nature oh wait a minute I can change this I have control over this mm, yeah well and the thing that just came to mind for me is like like nature we can't control nature yeah, you cannot control how long the snow is going to be here and mm-hmm. or when the, the leaves are going to turn green and grow back again. We can't control, you know, storms and floods and droughts and we, there's, we can't control this stuff. But we can control like how we respond. And I think that is the key is like yes. tuning into like, how are we responding are we in, are we truly in our bodies? Are we really feeling, are we really feeling into our nature in that? Are we responding appropriately to how our bodies are feeling? Yeah. How are we responding? Like for me, it was like, how am I responding to my inner winter? Mm-hmm. Because my winter didn't want to just be over in a week, despite yeah. how much I wanted it to be over in a week. My winter didn't want to be over in three weeks it wanted longer. And Mm -hmm. so that was where the surrender was like, fine. Okay. That was where the response, like what you just said, like where I had to respond differently instead of resisting it and pushing it away and like, okay, well, I just need to do this, this, and this, and, you know, get on my Peloton and, you know, drink my green juice and, you know, meditate, come, you know, do this, that, and the other thing. And I need to, these are the things that I need to do. And in a week, it'll be better. It's like, no, no, the body, 
the body is going to guide you through this process and it might be longer than what you would like. But yes, exactly yeah. what you said is you are responsible for how you respond. And and when when Melissa and I say body, we aren't just talking about our physical bodies. We're also talking about our emotional bodies, our spiritual bodies, because they are all interconnected. Mm-hmm. And when we disconnect from one of those, it, you're, it's going to show up in, in one of the others or maybe all three, right? So, so perhaps your, your physical body was actually feeling really good, but your emotional headspace wasn't where it needed to be. And, and it's being able to come back to ourselves, giving ourselves permission to really feel into what we really need. And uh, as as women who are are menstruating, (laughs) menstruating women, we have an opportunity to feel into our inner winter every single month. Our bleed time gives us a chance to pause Mm -hmm. if we allow it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of like, you know, you can't just eliminate sugar, you know, you can, you know, you, 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 you cut back on sugar so that you can feel better. You cut back on bread, whatever, so you can feel better, but there's, but sometimes you just need to do the cleanse, right? Sometimes you just need a full body reset. Oh, actually one of my friends, Amy, um, she calls it a me talks. She, and she had this really, she had this program. This was like years ago. Um, and it was a me talks. And I'm like, this is very much what it feels like. It's like, okay, I do this. I do this stuff monthly and oh my God, goodness. If I didn't have a solid self-care routine, I don't, I'm not, sh- I'm, I'm not sure what, what would this would have looked like or how this would have appeared in my life. It probably would have disrupted things a lot in a lot bigger way for a lot longer of a period in a really maybe more disruptive way. I don't, I don't know. Because I was like, you know, I feel like I have a pretty solid self-care practice and mm-hmm. I feel like I'm, I'm more or less in it. But I, again, I think once you get on that, the treadmill, the, the, the too fast one, it's like, you're almost just taking the steps, but you're not really present for it, you know? And so, you know, I would say that like, if you're a menstruating woman, and if you're not, if you're past that point or for whatever reason, it's like creating that time, maybe with the the moon cycle or, but you've got to create time for yourself to actually release, to bleed and, or the energetic bleed to really let go and create that space within yourself. It has to be so intentional and connected. Yeah. And if, if this is coming, coming at you from a place of like, whoa, I never even thought about my, my bleed time as being a, a marker for a pause or a time to, to go into that um, gestating period of, of the, the dark mother, the, the cave, the womb. Tune into our episode called blood rituals where we speak to this time and different ways for you to connect into that space during your bleed time so it can be really valuable to to you if this is like a new concept that you yeah yeah held into before 
Yeah. I love that. Or even just for some fresh ideas or just to change things up. Sometimes that can really create a really beautiful energy. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I, I think that, you know, this is something I, yeah, in my heart, I felt like I really wanted to share and talk about and, and just let you know, like wherever you are, however, whatever is going on for you in life, like it's okay to pause. It is okay to change your mind. It's okay to change direction. It's okay to say no. It's okay to unplug. It's okay to take care of yourself. It is okay to not respond right away. It is okay to really come back to yourself, come back home to yourself. And it's safe to do that. Yeah. It's not only okay, but it's safe. That's been a big thing that's come come up for me is like, is safety. Yeah. Safety in my body, safety in myself, trust in myself. Um, and that's exactly what it is. Cause I think that when we are in the rat race, the energetic rat race, however that shows up for you, you're not, it, it's almost like it's, it's a distraction. Mm-hmm. It makes you feel, it creates an illusion of safety. If I keep up with the pack, if I keep up with everybody else, if I do this, do that, do the other thing, prove myself, make more money, do more of this, that, whatever, then I'm creating this illusion of, of safety, Mm -hmm. but you're not safe until you feel safe within yourself. And it can, and it's destabilizing. I think when we get into that um, scary momentum phase (laughs) where the momentum isn't positive momentum anymore, it destabilizes the nervous system and it destabilizes your energy bodies mental, emotional, physical, spiritual energy bodies. And that is what creates that um, sense of unsafety, unsafety, unsafeness. (laughs) You catch my drift. Yeah. What do you feel has been a lesson for you? Like, how do you feel like you have gleaned some wisdom and in, in how you want to move forward so that this doesn't happen again, like so that you don't get caught in that cycle of, of momentum where it no longer is serving you. Yeah, definitely. I think that this concept of personal sovereignty has been coming up a lot for me and mm. And looking at how maybe I was moving about things in a way that actually wasn't very sovereign, Um, you know, and I think when we're really plugged into other people's energy, into, uh, into certain things, whether that's food or whatever it might be, that whatever takes you away from yourself is actually disrupting your personal sovereignty, is disrupting your your freedom within yourself, within your being, your trust with yourself, within yourself and within your being to, to move through life in a way that's, that's, um, that's safe to be all of you, that feels safe to bring all of you to the world. And so I know this is kind of like a bigger like kind of concept, but it's almost having that check with myself of is what I am doing reinforcing my sovereignty or is it taking away? Oh, that's so big. And 
that is, I really resonate with those words and also like the concept of like what energy is mine, like your energetic sovereignty, like what am I taking on here that maybe isn't mine? Maybe this isn't my path or this isn't the right, the, the way I would do it, but I'm perhaps, Yeah. Uh, exactly that I, I for my myself personally that's been a big thing of like in the industry that I'm in and this was also something I think we talked about in patriarchy and heels so you can go back and listen to part of that conversation but just starting to look at some of the dysfunctions in in my industry and starting to kind of see like does this feel in integrity with my personal energetic sovereign self and and like it's really hard to make an unbiased you know completely sovereign choice or decision or idea or whatever when you're you're too plugged into the matrix of whatever whatever system it is in front of you um it's been a lot of, I will tell you this. So this question is super powerful, but also like it's been coming back to my body. I've realized how important coming back to my body is in this process and really listening to myself with like when I need rest, like this is the boring stuff, but it's like, I'm like, I, the last thing I need to be doing right now is watching a show or scrolling on Instagram or doing another program or creating another offer, or I do not need to do any of that stuff right now. I need to fucking get my ass up into bed and sleep or just lay there in silence and hydrate. (laughs) Drink some damn water. (laughs) I was like pointing at my water. Like what? <laughs> like rest, like hydration, nourishing yourself, like the coming back down to basics. Uh, Literally coming back down to basics. Basics, like when the when you're talking about, of being a human. Totally, and and yeah, it, it is the boring stuff, but it is the foundation of how we show up in the world. You can meditate for three hours every day, but if you're not hydrating and <laughs> eating nourishing meals you're not going to be able to show up well, um, yeah. in your own personal sovereignty. You're not going to be able to embody all of who you are if you aren't taking care of yourself. How can you take care of anybody else and not take on anyone else's energy if you're coming from a source of depletion and, and depleted energy? Yes. Oh my God. I love this so much because our physical bodies is the most spiritual thing that there is. And the thing that is becoming more and 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 more clear as I am on my own journey path is that as much your mental and emotional and spiritual state energy bodies expands so much quicker than your body does. This isn't, this isn't that your body isn't you know, as good as those other things, it's that we live in the, in the 3d realm. This is a physical, our bodies, our, our bodies, our bodies, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it, 
when we cut ourselves, there's a healing process because we are human beings living a human experience. And this is what we chose. So if you're not taking care of yourself and you're putting poisons in your body and you're, you know, you, you know, even just like living in the city, right. It's like so much pollutants and things that are not natural to our bodies and we're not taking care of ourselves and we're not eating right. And we're not hydrating and we're not resting and we're not, and that's not just about sleep. It's about rest, like rest, rest, stop, slow down, pause for a moment, breathe, go outside, connect to nature. If we're not doing this, our bodies aren't going to be able to hold the energy of our emotions, of our spirit and of our big, beautiful brains. It's too overwhelming. And then that's why we crash. That's why we get sick. That's why we get depressed and anxious. That's why. And it's also why we end up taking on other people's energy too. Like it, it other people's into, energy. Yeah. It's really easy to fall into that space of um, dis- disabilization when we're not in our own sovereignty. Yeah. And that's, and that's like with other people's, like if somebody's having a bad day and we're taking that on, or mm-hmm. somebody has an idea and I'm taking that on as, because I am not in my personal sovereignty, in the strength of my, and wisdom of my body connected to my source and my soul codes to receive my own inspiration and my own mm-hmm. creative power. And then not to mention <laughs> like, as a, a, a person who has two kids and a beautiful husband and family, like I'm not showing up, you know, with patience and presence the way that I would like to. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that, that, that is unacceptable. It's unacceptable. And I want better for myself. So let's get myself back to my sovereignty. Let's get myself back to my body and get myself back to the truth of who I am and start from that place. So powerful. Yeah. It was a good fucking reminder. Let me tell you. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I also would like to say like our bodies also give us clues. Like Mm -hmm. I'm sure that we can relate to like sometimes Sometimes we aren't actually the ones making the intention for the pause. I know we, or Melissa, you spoke to like going on vacation and then suddenly getting sick. Sometimes we just get sick. (laughs) You know, sometimes our bodies just break down. So sometimes it is that we're, we're, we'll trip and hurt our, Oh my gosh. Or right. We've, we've spoken, we've talked about that before. Um, We'll hurt ourselves. Um, it may show up in your life um without you being intentional about it yeah so what a gift it could for all of us if we can learn to to do these pauses more regularly and tune in with our bodies on um on a more daily like on the more micro level if we if we can start tuning into ourselves often rather than waiting till everything crashes down yeah right and yeah and 
And I feel strange even saying that because I know you're so intentional about your living. So then, I, I mean, I, I, yeah, I think it's a both. I mean, I, I think in life we can't avoid the crashes. Yeah. So then also we're going to have them. So maybe it's more about having acceptance for the crashes than d- avoiding them. I mean, acceptance, but you know, like I was saying before is like, if I didn't have a pretty solid self-care system or, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Uh, routine. And, and, thank you. And, you know, in tune with my body and, you know, have a good, healthy village around me. Um, I don't know what that would have looked like. I probably yeah. had postpartum depression a lot earlier on, I think, because if you, yeah, I don't know if people know this, but I, I struggled with depression, like crippling depression and anxiety for most of my adult life. And it, you know, the last six years have been very different for me because of the healing that I've gone through and, and whatnot. So like, I was surprised that it, I, I didn't get hit with it earlier, but I probably would have if I wasn't so intentional about creating and, you know, and that's to say, I I also don't want to, I want to honor the people that have it and, and who are also intentional. And because sometimes these things just happen. Okay. Totally. I'm just saying, I know, yeah, yeah. I know my internal fabric and how I work and how my mood is and stuff. So this is my own personal experience of myself is what I'm, I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, it's like, it's the acceptance of it and, and trusting, you know, the, the other thing too, is like with winter, like this winter season, it's like with everything kind of was crashing around like solstice, solstice. Like it was a really intense solstice. Um, and I was like literally out in the woods, chopping down an old tree stump, like, and giving my blood back to the earth. It was like, I felt like this, like wild warrior woman, um, just like getting this rage out. And I thought that that was my big release, but it was actually me clearing space for this pause to come in. Mm. It was like, I need space to feel the feelings that have been stuck and haven't had a proper safe space to come out and move through me. Mm. And this is actually like the ancients would use the winter solstice as this time. Like everybody knew that this was a time where the shadow was going to come out in a really intense way and that you're going to move through the winter navigating the shadows and navigating the darkness and navigating the stuff. And everybody just accepted that this is what it is because in the springtime you are rebirth in the springtime, Mm -hmm. the light comes and things start to shift. And I feel like this was maybe the first solstice that I really felt this energy. And then when I let myself accept that, then it's like, okay, I can work with this. Still not comfortable, still doesn't feel good, but okay. Yeah. Here we go. I'm interested to see what's going to happen on the other side because I'm still not quite there, but it's coming. I can feel that energy. Wow. Yeah, that's beautiful. It's beautiful to hear your perspective on, on allowing it, on, on allowing it. And I feel like that is perhaps the Yoni code that we're uncovering here is acceptance for, for the darkness, for the dark seasons, acceptance for the dark season. Yeah. Acceptance for the dark season and knowing that that dark season is there to bring you closer to who you are. Mm-hmm. 
to re- it's a it's a remembrance of who you are it's it's an invitation to come back mm. to the body to the wisdom of the body of the womb of um of your soul codes and to return to your sovereignty from a really really connected dialed in place yes yeah mm. so potent mm. Thank you for letting me share here, everybody. Thank you for holding this space. And um, thank you for your vulnerability. I think that Cora also agrees. This is a very good. (laughs) She's like so much wisdom, Melissa. Yes. (laughs) Oh, 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 the other thing that I wanted to say actually is so in this pause period, um, once I was like kind of settled into it and like really in it and like, you know, cleared all the things and in my full acceptance, I actually had (laughs) several people reach out to work together. Hmm. Um, So that was pretty cool. I was like, Oh, I'm like, the universe is telling me like the way you were doing things is you don't need to, it's not necessary. Like, being in your rest, being in the, in the womb, being in, you know, this space where things are a little bit slower and spacious and quieter is going to be just as fruitful. Or if it's not just as fruitful, it's still going to be fruitful. It's, we're still going to make sure that you're provided for. Um, so I just wanted to like add that in there because that kind of goes to the whole thing that we were talking about of like, we get scared that everything's going to stop and opportunities are going to die and our, all our hard work is going to go to waste. And it's just not true because you never know what's going to be birthed. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. We will see you next week on the Yoni Codes. Thanks for tuning in to this Yoni Code. If this episode moved, inspired, or flat out entertained you, please head over to iTunes and give us five stars or share with a friend. Follow us on Instagram at the Yoni Codes to continue the conversation. Oh, and make sure to click on the link in the profile for other ways to connect. We look forward to unlocking the next Yoni Code together.